Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about travel. If I take one more step, it'll be the farthest away from home I've ever been. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. But you can't tell me what it smells like in the Sistine Chapel. You've never actually stood there and looked up at that beautiful ceiling. I would show up at an airport, look at the destination board, pick a place, and go. There's no place like Welcome to the podcast. This is Hank, and I'm so glad to have you. As your host, as we're putting together these podcasts and these book lists and all sorts of things, I send out weekly emails. It's just once a week. There's zero spam, and you can unsubscribe whenever you want. I would love for you to join our email list and just stay connected with what we're doing. The easiest way to do that is just to text right now the number 66866 and text the name Hank. Again, the number is just 66866, and you can text the name Hank, and you'll be prompted to give us your email address and you will be in. Again, you can leave whenever you want. The other way to do this is just go to hankfortner.com and you can place your email address in there and then you will be connected to what's happening. These are emails I send out personally and I'd love for you to be a part of this list. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope it adds to the adventures of your life. Do you ever wonder what your life would be like? What will you wish you would have done? Get after it already. What's life without a little adventure? We get one chance. Best live a big life. The exploration of the unknown. The hope for something more. This behavior can be classified as typically hazardous. I call it an adventure. Welcome. Let's get started, shall we? See, whether it's trains, planes, or automobiles, motorcycles, canoes, or bicycles... Travel is a super category. It's either something you do when you have the means to rest in a foreign place, or it's a trip that you take to get to see more of the world, or travel is a journey you take because you have to get home, or travel is a liability of the job that you have, or it's a benefit of the job you have. Whatever it is, travel makes us all feel something. Whether it's when we are traveling or other people are traveling, it does something to us when we travel. It can make us feel envy, it can make us feel despair, it can make us feel hope or excitement or freedom or joy. If you're listening and you're a person who loves travel, then I hope this conversation gives you a new understanding or perhaps a conversational anecdotes for when people ask you why you're traveling to Brazil again. If you're listening and you dislike travel, or you consider it a tax for people who don't like where they live, then I hope you find this conversation to broaden your horizons so that you might even consider that bro trip to Tangier or that family cruise into the Baltic Sea. Because for most of us, we are unaware of what's happening to us when we're traveling. We have an intuitive sense of what it does to us and how it makes us feel, but together in this podcast, we are going to discover the power of travel. St. Augustine said that the world is a book, and those who do not travel read only one page. See, when you travel, you experience new things physically, but something profound actually happens to you spiritually and emotionally and neurologically when you travel. See, it's not that you're just experiencing the pages of the world as the book when you travel. You're experiencing different pages of you. There are a few things that happen to you when you travel. The first one is an explosion of creativity. 
There's all these studies that show that they followed creative directors of fashion companies, they followed artists, they followed professionals, and found out that foreign professional experience created some insane sweet spots. And it multiplied the way that cultures interacted with each other, what happened to your brain. What they found out was that when individuals were exposed to other cultures, they discovered their own ability to solve like multiple solutions to the similar problems that they were facing. They leaned in, they were more creative, they were more dynamic, their tastes were enhanced, their ways of approaching things were different. The, your creativity explodes when you travel to new cultures. The key is you have to travel to a culture that's new. You going to the same place your family has been going for the last 30 years and eating at the same breakfast spot in the same coffee shop, that kind of travel does not enhance you, that travel rests you. But your creativity can be expanded when you pick a spot on the map and you go, I gotta go turn a new page that I've never turned before. And Mr. Augustine of Hippo is reminding me that I have to turn that page. When you do, your creativity expands. So if you're listening and you are a creative person, meaning you use somehow your creativity to express something in the world. And that is true, by the way, if you're a mom, that's true if you're a dad, that's true if you're a lawyer or you're a doctor or you're a writer or you're a filmmaker, get out there and travel. But please, for the love of all, all the things we're going to experience that you make, travel somewhere you've never been. Second thing that happens to you is your brain is overwhelmed. Paul Nosbaum, a clinical neuropsychologist, said that the benefits of mental travel are unbelievably helpful. And what they can actually do is they actually what happens to you neurologically can stave off diseases like Alzheimer's. But again, you have to go someplace new. He said this. He said, when you expose your brain to an environment that's novel and complex or new and difficult, your brain literally reacts. Those new and challenging situations can cause your brain to sprout dendrites, these dangling extensions, by the way, that actually create neurons and actually create neuropaths and actually keep your brain alive. Those same things that die when you are having Alzheimer's or dementia, they're coming to life. They're bringing in new life. And Nosbaum said that that actually grows your brain's capacity. He said this. He said, your brain literally begins to look like a jungle when you travel. So you might be here and you're like worn out or you feel tired or you feel like like... I don't know, You maybe you've been walking through your life having a hard time remembering things. Or you're just wondering, like, where's the new adventure? Where's the new spark? Where's the new thing? Travel someplace new. Your brain may be begging you at a neurological level, screaming at you as you're looking at these friggin' travel websites that you cannot experience that new thing on Instagram. No, following all your friends as they're traveling is not the same as you getting into some place and getting deli belly because you decided to go to India, but you experienced it and your brain exploded. For the love of all of those people who have to share a world where your brain is there, travel and go somewhere new. See, when I was eight or nine, I took my first flight on an airplane. I was with my grandfather and I have no idea where we were going. It was in the 90s, and everyone at the time was smoking cigarettes. So if you weren't careful, your hand would slip into these ashtrays that were in the armrest, and they would be gray and dusty all over your pants. It was just ridiculous. And I'm an, here I am, a nine-year-old, and the guy next to me smoking a cigar. We had printed out paper tickets that were run on a printer that looks like it was doing a telegraph from the wild, wild west. And I remember dressing up. My grandfather told me that being on an airplane was a privilege, and you needed to respect it by wearing something nice. So I wore like a blazer or a sweater or something really nice. That trip started a string of travel thirst in my life. Since that trip, I've been to 49 states, 
21 countries on buses, airplanes, trains, RVs, boats, and motorcycles. And you know what I remember most? What I distinctly remember emailing to my friend Amber while I was on an extended trip to Colorado. And yes, to my ski bunny friends, it was during ski season. I emailed her and I said, I love to travel. I think I have this nomadic heart, but there is nothing like coming home. In fact, travel would lose all of its joy for me if I didn't know that home was right where I left it, waiting for my return. See, travel has a distinct effect on my life. It has an effect on my creativity and my brain and my soul just like yours. I get to a place in my head, a beach or a mountain, and I gotta go. I get it locked into my brain. I start following everything on Instagram. I start looking at all the photos and I gotta go. I get restless in a single place before long and I feel this burning sense that I gotta get out there and venture. I have this cosmic sense of FOMO, like there's something happening that I need to see. That's what travel sits like in my life. But you know what's funny? Is I've never stayed anywhere I traveled. So I remember hearing all the stories about people who travel to exotic places and get caught up in an adventure or wanderlust and leave home behind. Like a New York banker who travels to Europe and never comes home, or the adventurers who fall in love and then some Santorini barista and open a bar together and buy gold chains and write home about their adventures and all their little Greek babies, but that never happened to me. In fact, I've never traveled to a single place that I actually wanted to live after I left. What happens though is that I discover something new back home that I never saw before. I noticed a fashion trend that I had overlooked and now I already know where it's from. I spot a food style or a restaurant that was invisible to me before I had tasted Chapchage in Seoul, Korea. See, wherever it is, whenever I go places, things feel like they stick to me. There's the poet Anita Desai who said this, wherever you go becomes a part of you somehow. So I've found this to be true in my own life beyond words. Whenever I overhear strangers mentioning the words Costa Rica or Kurdistan, I oftentimes interrupt them and I say, uh, where are you guys headed? What do, do you guys, did you guys want to talk about that place? <laughs> I'm that guy who interrupts and is like, I got to talk to you about that thing because that's a place that I love. They're talking about a place I know like I know a family member. See, maybe you've had this person in your life that showers you with advice about a place that you're going where you happen to mention you're going to Hawaii and that person won't stop sending you things or showing you them pictures of their weird, boring trip with their mother-in-law and you don't care. And they're giving you information that's well beyond helpful and it's sort of annoying but it's because that place you're going is a part of them. It changed them, it shaped them, and now you're going to live that life and they're gonna live it through you. It's because someone went to that place that you're going and it became a part of them somehow. See, I love the way our houses smell when we come home. That stale air, that dust that's somehow settled in your home, that feeling that you're about to kick up some dirt if you just open the refrigerator. See, I imagine that the air in our homes are so constantly circulated by our frenzied movements and by doors opening and closing and by the coming and going and the hurry. And when we travel, our home gets a rest. It gets to sit still. See, when we travel, we find the stillness in motion that has been escaping us at home. But my favorite part about travel is it feels like travel brings me home. See, it reintroduces me to my life in a new way. Whenever I travel, I'm reawakened to my own neighbors and my own house and my own routines. It was T.S. Eliot who said, we shall not cease from exploration. And the end of our exploring, we will arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. See, travel, it's an amazing thing for your brain. 
and it's an amazing thing for your creativity and it's an amazing thing for you and for your soul. And so I hope you step into this next travel experience and take a deep breath and face it and realize that travel not only takes you somewhere, but it brings you home a whole new person. I'll leave you with these words from Jack Kerouac. He said, what is that feeling when you're driving away from people and they recede into the plane till you can see their specks disappearing? It's the two huge world vaulting us and it's goodbye. But we lean forward to the next crazy venture beneath the skies. May you know your next adventure and may travel bring you home to know your wonderful wild life all over. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and I hope you enjoyed yourself. Again, we'd love to have you join our email list. You can go to hankfortner.com, and you can put in your email address there. Or you can text right now the number 66866 and text the name Hank in the body of the text message to the number 66866, and you can be a part of our email list. So excited to have you. I'm so grateful that I get to do this and that I get to share this with you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing and reviewing and commenting and joining because it's such a, just a wonderful privilege to get to do this. Thanks so much. And I hope this adds to the adventures of your life.